If we don't have an idea of where we want to be in the next one, three, five, ten years from now, then we're going to continue to take the actions that we're taking every day that are keeping us in this stagnant place. And we're never going to grow. John C. Maxwell says, change is inevitable, growth is optional. So you're going to change over the years, but whether or not you actually grow is a decision you make in your daily action. Today's guest is Mary Giordano. After 13 years as an ER and trauma unit registered nurse, Mary decided to shift her focus and become her own boss as a certified health and mindset coach and nutritionist and the proud CEO of Joy360 Coaching. With her many years as an RN, Mary saw firsthand just how short life is, and she's determined more than ever to help other women live their best lives so they can grow old with no regrets, just like she is. So let's get into it. I'm your host, Liz Landine, and this is The Outdoor Entrepreneur. Mary, welcome to the podcast. Hey, how's it going? Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm so excited to talk with you today. And before we jump into things, I have to give you a little shout out because your Instagram real game is strong. <laughs> I, I love your reels. They're so fun. And they like, literally, they make me so happy every time I watch them. So great job on the Instagram. Oh, that's so good to hear. I try. I'm, I just, I need al- the algorithm, Instagram's algorithm to Help me out a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're doing great. So I'm going to kind of maybe take us back. I know from what I've learned about you, you spent over 13 years as a registered nurse and I have many nurses in my family. So I have a kind of general sense just how rewarding this line of work can be, but also how challenging and I would imagine extremely taxing it is, especially over the past year and a half with the pandemic. So can you take us back a bit and share why you got into nursing to begin with? Like what, what brought you into the nursing field? And then I'd love to also know kind of after 13 years of being in that career, how different did it look for you at the end? Like what's the real life of an ER and trauma nurse after 13 years? What does that look and feel like? Yeah, absolutely. So I have a master's degree in counseling psychology. So I wanted to be a counselor. I wanted to be a therapist. But I realized after a very short time in grad school that I probably had to continue to go through with my PhD. And after doing some counseling experience in the college's counseling center, you know, everybody wanted a quick fix. Everybody wanted like the answer, right? This magical answer overnight. I had college students coming in to talk to me. And the difference between one girl's problem and, you know, this other guy's problem. They just, they ranged so much. It was just, it was like, for an example, one girl came in and she was bawling her eyes out because her boyfriend didn't call her back, you know? And then I get another student who came in and he was suicidal, you know, and, but everybody wanted a quick fix. And it was really difficult for me to make any changes in the quick amount of time that they wanted. And so I lost my motivation and passion for becoming a therapist just because of that. It sounds so silly, but I was 22 at the time, you know, and I was very young. And so I left grad school thinking, what am I going to do? You know, I I had no idea what I wanted to do anymore. 
And I was at the dog park one day with a friend and uh, she was a cardiac ICU nurse. And she, I was like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. And, you know, blah, 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 I got to figure it out, you know, cause at 22, you have to know what you're doing for the rest of your life. Right. Right? Yeah. So, you know? <laughs> and so she said, Mary, why don't you go to nursing? And I said, nursing? I said, I never even thought about it. And she's like, you'll always have a job. The pay is good or decent, you know, and you can go wherever you want. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I can help people. All my life, I, that's been my purpose in my life. And I've known it for a very long time, but I just wanted to help people in any aspect, you know, but hands-on and, and help and work with them over time to help them feel better. I, I didn't know at the time exactly what it was, how I wanted to help people, but it was like a light bulb moment at the dog park. And I was like, oh my gosh, Jamie, yes. And I literally went home. I figured out exactly what I needed to do. I enrolled in my prereqs. I started looking at colleges. And I became a nurse at, I think I was 27, 26, 27 years old. I finished everything. I went to nursing school. I finished nursing and I got a job and it was nerve wracking because I was a brand new nurse fresh out of college, you know, and I knew nothing. And I was going into this massive level one trauma center and it was scary. But one of the nurses, when I was a tech, I remember in Orlando, I was a tech while I was in nursing school in an ER. She said, if you work in that ER, you'll be able to work anywhere. And she, she was right. She was right. I learned everything. So what was the reason you left nursing? Well, I, over the years, I worked level one trauma. I was a lead trauma nurse down in Fort Lauderdale. I worked emergency room uh, at ER. I worked ER out in Colorado, which was significantly different than the ER in Fort Lauderdale. And I worked neurotrauma ICU for several years in Denver until I moved to the urgent care in Boulder, Colorado. I, I called that my retirement job. Um, when I left the ICU, everybody's like, you're going to be so bored there. And I said, no, this is going to be great. I was so burnt out. And I worked night shift for a total of about 10 years and I was exhausted, you know, and, and I just, I got to a point once I got to the urgent care, we saw the same patients over and over and over again. They came in, they got their band-aids, right? Their high blood pressure medicine, cholesterol medicine. We sobered them up with fluids, our banana bags. And it was the same thing over and over again. And this is not the doctor's fault or the nurse's fault or really anybody in particular's fault. It's the healthcare system is we never really figure out the bottom line of, you know, their problem. You know, we just cover up their problem and they just come back over and over again. We don't focus on their eating lifestyle, their exercise, you know, how they're living their mindset. We just cover it up with their medications and we send them on their way only to return time and time again. And there's a last time for returning to the ER. And that's when you're in the code room. <laughs> uh, and I saw a lot of patients. I, I watched the process of patients with high blood pressure come in, come in, come in, and then come in coding or working them, trying to keep them alive, you know? And it really got to me. And I was thinking for a long time, sometimes unknowingly, let's focus on the root cause here. Let's try to help these people change their lifestyle, their eating lifestyle, get them moving their bodies. I was like, I can totally do like preventative, not medicine, but preventative coaching, right? and really get to the root of the problem and help people before they need to go into the urgent care or before they need to go to the emergency room. And so that's when I was like, you know what, this isn't serving me anymore. 
everything I do in my coaching career now is from what I learned. You know that book, Everything I Know I Learned in Kindergarten? (laughs) (laughs) Everything I know as a coach is what I learned as as a nurse. And so I don't regret a moment of my nursing career. I actually am super grateful for every single up and down and life saved and, you know, life not saved because it was all learning opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. What a great, what a great story. So I'm curious, what was it like moving away from over 13 years in nursing to starting your own business and being your own boss? Did you have this like nicely mapped out plan or did you just kind of wing it? What was that transition like moving from nursing into your own business? I'm still winging it, Liz. <laughs> Many Mine, of us are. Yeah. Yeah. Most I of mean, us are. <laughs> so, you know, a few years ago, I wanted to start a podcast about mindfulness. And I'm going to be totally transparent here of why I wanted to start this podcast. It was because I was getting so frustrated with people with their heads in their phones, not paying attention, leaving their shopping carts in the middle of <laughs> in the middle of the uh, parking lots, you know, just not being mindful, not picking up their dog poop. Like I found a dog bag, with dog poop in it right next to a trash can at the dog park. And I was just like, ah, you know, and I think I was just getting frustrated with nursing. And I was like, gosh, you know, people are so like not mindful. And I was going to start this whole podcast of mindfulness. And then I started a blog. And then once I started doing this blog, I really started thinking about nursing and helping people with, uh, in a preventative way. And then I was like, I need to start veering more like a health coach. And then once I started doing that, I was like, oh man, I really like this a lot. And so as soon as I transitioned and switched my niche over to more of a health and mindset coach kind of deal, I was like, if I can make this work, I could leave nursing. I'm a Leo. (laughs) So being my own boss and like doing what I want to do is really important to me and for my, my mindset. So I said in March, I'm leaving my job. I don't care what it takes. I'm going to make it happen. I have to do it. I'm ready to be done with nursing. I'm, I'm burnt out and March uh, COVID hit. And so I said, I can't leave my, I can't leave my staff. It's not right. Uh, And so I waited and waited and waited and I don't want to get it too deep into it. But the day I put in my notice was one of the best days of my life. And it's not because I hated my job. It was just, I felt free and I felt like I was in control now and I could do whatever I wanted to do. And I could be as successful as I wanted to be. And I could help women in so many areas. I could do so much more than I was able to do sitting in an urgent care, swabbing people, you know? And I left and I was just like, well, what is this rated podcast? You can swear. Go for it. I was just like, holy shit. You know, like I was so freaking happy, but I was also like, okay, now what? And I have to say so much of what you're saying really speaks to me. I, although it was not in the nursing field, but just there were, there's a lot of similarities there. So I can really appreciate a lot of what you're saying. It sounds like you, you planned a little, you were winging it a little too, like a nice kind of mix of those, which I think is, is always good, right. To have that little bit of flexibility, not so structured. Okay. I want you to tell us more about what is it you do now as the owner of joy 360 and the joy formula? How do you work with people? Yeah, for sure. So I'm a holistic health coach for women and I help women 
I help women create a life that they don't regret, like grow old with no regrets. I help them create goals, crush their goals. And it all revolves around mindset, movement, and healthy foods. And the joy formula is actually a, a formula I created and it consists of 10 essential elements, uh, including mindset, movement, healthy foods, sunshine, social connections, all of the elements that are required when it comes to creating a life of joy. The biggest problem for so many people is they're stuck on autopilot. And a lot of people believe that this is, this is their life, that what they're doing right now is, is all there is. Uh, and so I teach women to step outside of their comfort zone and build a future vision that is limitless. Because a lot of people, when they think about their future, they put restrictions on themselves. They say, I don't have the money to do that. I don't have the time. I don't have this or that. Well, that's true right now. You know, when I left my nursing career, I had no money saved to do this. I, I just jumped and I was like, the parachute's got to open. And if it doesn't, I've got to use my spare. You know, I've got to figure it out. I teach women that if you want something badly enough, you can make it happen. And so creating that future vision is something that's really, really important because if we don't have an idea of where we want to be in the next one, three, five, 10 years from now, then we're going to continue to take the actions that we're taking every day that are keeping us in this stagnant place. And we're never going to grow. John C. Maxwell says, change is inevitable. Growth is optional. So you're going to change over the years. But whether or not you actually grow is a decision you make in your daily action. So by creating that future vision, you then reverse engineer it and you create your daily actions that are going to get you there. And so you may not have the money now or the resources now or the time now, but by reverse engineering your big goal into small daily action steps, you'll slowly and eventually get there. Amazing. I love everything you're saying. It's so powerful and just, I think is so Im impactful on so many levels. I, I like to, I like to show that I practice what I preach, right? Like I made this big change and I'm showing people that it's possible. And I basically teach the tools that I have in my toolbox that got me to where I, where I am. Yeah. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. And I, I, I have a similar approach as well, where it's like, if I'm inspired, you know, and I'm inspired to act in my own life, I think it inspires other people to act. We'll be right back after this quick break. If you're like most people, you have tons of thoughts, ideas, and shiny things swirling around that beautiful, powerful entrepreneurial brain of yours. If you're looking for someone to share all that with, I got you. Grab a free 30-minute clarity call and let's have a quick brainstorming session. At the end of the call, you'll leave with recommendations on next steps you can take to move forward with clarity, confidence, and ease, as well as access to helpful tips, tools, and resources. Go to lizlandine.com, scroll down the page, and click the button to schedule your free clarity consult today. And don't worry, it's pitch-free and no pressure. Look forward to chatting with you soon. All right, now let's get back into the episode. How does the outdoors come into play in the work that you do? I am very big on sunshine and being in nature and teaching my clients 
how important it is to be active. We have to learn from mother nature because mother nature is constantly changing, right? And so are we. And so it's, we, we all evolve just like mother nature does, you know, the trees go through the seasons, the flowers, the, you know, everything, caterpillars, we know turn into butterflies. So getting outside and being, I sound so like, I don't know, woo woo, but being one with mother nature and while being active is so important, not only for our healthy body, but also for our mindsets. And so I'm outside constantly. I hike, I backpack. I am trying to get into outdoor climbing. I love to climb indoors. I take my dogs on dog walks daily, sometimes twice a day. I've got, you know, a open space dog park right by my house that we go on three mile walks on a daily basis. I just, you know, being outside is one of the most important things in my life. Mm, I love that. And, and I'm right there with you. How do you personally find time to do these things while also building a business, right? So like, doing it all, like all the things that need to be done as your own boss to just make shit happen in your life, but also making sure you're still finding time to do the things that bring you joy and peace in your life. Do you feel like you have a good balance of that on some level? Or is that something um, you struggle with? Many entrepreneurs do once they really start getting into building their business, but then some people just have it dialed in and (laughs) really know how to balance that. So would love to get your thoughts on that. Yeah. So I prioritize my outdoor activities, getting my dogs on walks, my morning routines, my exercise, my evening routines first. And then I fit all my business stuff in after and it works. And when I go to work on my business, I have a great mindset. I'm able to feel joyful and I get shit done. You know, like I get it done because I've, I have an X amount of time to do it. And so I have to stay focused and through meditation, through daily walks, I've really learned how to focus when I need to. It was a huge problem for me a while ago. I was very, you know, scrolling social media, looking at other people's reels or whatever, you know, and I've really had to buckle down and create some boundaries for myself. And it's, it's changed everything. I have my phone on focus mode 24 hours a day. I get no alerts. I get no notifications. I have my immediate family can get through for emergencies, but I turn all that stuff off now. So I, I focus on my own health, my own mindset and my business. And I schedule everything in. There's no to-do lists at all. And this is what I teach my clients is don't make to-do lists. They never end, you know, <laughs> like yeah. you're constantly adding to your to-do list. So just schedule in, schedule in your morning routine, schedule in your exercise, schedule in your walks, in your, in your calendar, like it's an appointment with yourself. And so that's what I do. That's great. I love, I love this idea. I call it slaying your schedule. So I'm a big calendar person Mm -hmm. as well versus a to-do list. So I, I can definitely appreciate that. So how does one, or, or maybe even the better question is where does one start with cultivating joy and living their purpose? So a lot of people are always looking to external forces or external factors, events, whatever you want to call them, to be joyful, to be happy. Like people will say, I'll be happy when I lose 30 pounds. I'll be happy when I go to Hawaii. I'll be happy when I get a new job. It's all bullshit. You may be happy in the moment, but we're humans and we adapt to all external circumstances, good and bad. And so I 
try to teach people that you must cultivate joy internally. You must raise your baseline emotion. So when really great things happen or really horrible things happen, you always revert to your baseline emotion. And so cultivating joy internally is done through mindset work. It's done through exercise. It's done through social connections. All the things I mentioned earlier, it's done through healthy eating, high vibe foods. Our gut and brain connection is real. And so what you feed your gut feeds your mood and it will determine on determine how you sleep and your immune system, all of these things. And so what is so important to understand is, yes, it's really great to look forward to something. We always want to be looking forward to something because it keeps us progressing forward with our actions. However, do not base your happiness, your joy on specific circumstances because nothing is going to make you happy long-term unless you cultivate joy internally and you raise that baseline emotion. Because we, like I said, we, we're human. We adapt to everything. This is a good example. You get a new TV, right? Or the new iPhone. We're so excited. We can't wait to be delivered. It's almost like as soon as it gets delivered, we're like, oh, okay, that's fine. You know, but the next year we're like, I want the new, I want the newer iPhone. Or you go on vacation somewhere. You're like, that was so much fun. Oh my gosh. But now you want to go somewhere bigger, you know, because our happiness to external events is short-lived. Even in relationships, the honeymoon period, unless you're doing things daily to keep your love alive with your partner, people adapt to one another. And so cultivating joy internally is so crucial when it comes to living your best life and living your purpose and growing old with no regret. Yeah, that's a great message and and great tips. That's a perfect kind of segue into what my next question was, which is, you know, each and every one of us were as human beings, not just as entrepreneurs, we're always a work in progress. So I'm curious what slaying it at life and business looks like for you in the future as maybe like your next level expanded version of what you want out of life. And so maybe like Mary 2.0 was when you started your business. Is there like a Mary 3.0 or 4.0 that you envision? (laughs) Mary 3.0, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I want to reach as many women as possible because just the transition I've seen in the women that I'm currently working with right now, my one-on-one clients or women I've worked with in the past, their transformations have been amazing. Their aha moments, you know, are constant. And to see them set goals for themselves and change their lifestyle and show up with these huge smiles on their face and just be like, I feel so good. You know, it just... I know that what I'm doing is working and it's my, it is my purpose and my passion to reach as many women as possible so they can also have this transformation. So I'm working on creating a course right now that I'm hoping to have done in the next couple of months. So that will be uh, like an evergreen course where people can enroll in it. And I will continue to do my one-on-one coaching, but I also want to start a podcast. So I'm hoping to be able to do all three of those things, have my course going, do some one-on-ones. And I want to just up-level my, I know this sounds so silly, but I love making those reels. I love it. Like I, I get to be my, my 110% true self on there and like 
be funny and, you know, teach, but also, you know, make people laugh. And so I really want to up-level my social media game, my Instagram game. I don't know if that answered your question, but those are the things I'm working yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. I'm well, I'm certainly excited to see what your 2022 holds because all those things sound amazing. And I think it puts you in a position where you're just putting out just really valuable content and doing work that, like you said, it's not only your purpose and your passion, but it's having such a, a positive impact on the world and on the people you work with. And, you know, I know for me as a business coach, you know, the mindset side of things, it's so, so important. And many times that's, that can be the missing piece, right? We can talk strategy all day long and we can even do some of that work, you know, the action behind it. But if the mindset isn't there, boy, does it really hold you back? So I I love that that's your focus and I'm excited to see your, (laughs) your program come out. (laughs) Yeah. When people say mindset is everything, it's, it's the truth. Like I've learned from every single one of my clients working in my Facebook group, people that who don't want to exercise or eat healthy. It's all, it all goes back to your mindset. Mindset is a hundred percent. And I love changing lives. I love it. And that's why I love nursing is because I was changed. You know, it's like a constant theme in my life. I love seeing people grow and uh, transform and live life to their fullest because you only live once. Yeah. So I have to imagine there's lots of things you've learned over the years as a nurse that may correlate to being an entrepreneur. How do you think nursing has helped you to be a better business owner and maybe even, you know, just prepare you a bit? Looking back, I think nursing well, I'm an East Coast Italian, <laughs> right? I am too. This is how we get along so great. <laughs> I always want to go back to that. And, you know, when I moved from Fort Lauderdale, you know, I fit in really well in the ER trauma in Fort Lauderdale because we were all very just real, you know, we said what we want to say. No one really ever got their feelings hurt. They knew that if you said something that pissed them off, that we're over it in a minute, you know, like enduring traumas, things were flying, curse words were going, but we all loved each other at the end, you know, moving out to Colorado, there's a little different mentality out here. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but people are a little more sensitive. <laughs> so, you know, when uh, this East Coast Italian moved to Boulder, it's the ER, there were some issues with my attitude or I was too aggressive, but that attitude, that aggressiveness, that knowing what I want has done nothing but help me build this business. Great advice. So as we kind of start to wrap up, let me first ask, where can people find you? So I'm on Instagram as the joy formula. And I also have a women's Facebook group that has almost 1200 women in there. And it's also called the joy formula. And those are the two places you can find me right now. And I do one-on-one coaching and my coaching is called joy 360 coaching. And I coach women all ages. I mostly focus on women over 40, but you know, that's when they tell you to niche down, (laughs) but I help (laughs) women of all ages. So yeah. So Facebook and Instagram are two great places to find me. My website is under construction because I was rebranding. And so. Perfect. Well, we'll put all those, all those in the show notes. And then as we kind of close out, as you know, I'm a strategy and action coach. And my goal is to not just talk and dream about things, but to show people how they can combine their passion and their purpose and their creativity with their love for the outdoors and to see that it's possible and that everyday people just like you, just like me, anybody can do it. And just like you, I really want to inspire people to take massive action towards their own dreams and goals. 
So with that in mind, I'd love to close out with an outdoor action challenge. So what's one thing you want people to get out there and do in pursuit of their dreams and goals? What's your action challenge? Create your future vision of yourself. Know where you want to go. Know what your goals are in life and have a vision that you can look at every single day and align your daily actions with. So you cultivate joy and you grow old without looking back and saying, I wish I would have taken action. I wish I would have done that because by then it's usually too late. Beautiful. Beautifully said. I love this. I'm taking this outdoor action challenge myself. (laughs) Perfect place to close out. We'll put all the ways our listeners can learn more about you and your work in our show notes. And thank you so much for sharing your journey with us, Mary. It's been a blast talking with you. Keep kicking ass lady and happy adventuring. Thank you so much. Thank you. My goal as a business strategy and action coach and why I ultimately created this podcast is to inspire you to take massive action towards your own dreams and goals. So if you're enjoying this podcast and you find the content valuable, like, subscribe, or follow me wherever you get your podcasts. And I always love hearing from my listeners. So please leave a review. And until next time, be sure to live life on your terms. And if you're not, make a plan and make it happen, my friend. Adventure awaits. Thanks for listening.